Thanks, Josh. <laughs> and those are peanut ones, too. That's like... I know those are his favorite. I do not care for them. <laughs> I don't hate them, but I don't love them. Peanut, peanut butter and chocolate. Don't really care I how like it is. I like the peanut butter That's my ones, favorite. But I don't care for the peanut ones. I think I prefer almond. My favorite M&M oh. is the pretzel M&Ms. Oh, those are so good. Those are my favorite. Those are delicious. I had a dream one time that they got discontinued and you could only get them in Canada. That's not like something was, that might actually happen, though. I was convinced it was real. So when I saw them one time, I was like, are they back? And then I realized it was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> why does Canada Why does Canada get, like, the best snacks? I swear to God. They really do. It's like, come on, man. Just get rid of that border and just bring them here. We'll like it, we'll too. We'll become Canada. How's that? Yeah, we'll, yeah, let's just merge into Canada. I'm cool with that. Um... I don't think but, they would be. <laughs> no, they would not eat it. Way too they many Americans like, no, would be you. upset by this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, animal lovers. Welcome to my podcast where I geek out about animals. I'm Nicole, and you are listening to Animal Facts. This podcast may not be suitable for all listening ears, specifically young ones. And I just want to remind everyone that I am not a professional, just an animal enthusiast, because I just love learning about them. I think they're so cool, and they can do so many cool things. Some things I say may just be my opinion, and sometimes I am misinformed, or sometimes I am just straight up wrong. So forgive me, I am only human after all. But please email me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so I can correct myself, and I also have the chance to learn from you. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy! Welcome back for part two of this episode. Hope you guys enjoy, and if you forgot anything, go back and listen to last week's episode. Welcome to part two. Their conservation effort and level. Do you want to take a gander at where they're at? 32 species. I gotta say, they're probably not... uh, Probably not at risk, I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna say they're not at risk. So much so, they're not even evaluated. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, just... Leave them be. Yeah. They got anuses for nickels. Right, right. So either it's because they just aren't super well known yet, but they are in like a few documentaries, so they are like making their way around. Mm -hmm. But also they just, I don't think they're too concerned about them because I think there's plenty of them that are like, we're not even going to worry about them Yeah. (laughs) We'll get to them when we get to them. we'll let them rock for now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so their history... Here's where you get a little little tidbit into what their life is a little bit like. So in 1975, Victor Benomeyer was diving off the Banda Islands in Indonesia when he collector, collected a leopard sea cucumber. Oh, okay. So sea cucumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a large and stubby specimen. Fun fact, I hate looking at pictures of sea cucumbers because they just look they creepy. Are so they phallic. look Yes, they're they sea, are, but they're, they're also dogs. like really fat looking and mm-hmm. like chode. Is that yeah, not a chode? Because I guess they might be long. They're but a they're very chody. girthy, very yeah. like fat rolls, very spotty, so they look like they're just covered in a rash. And I ever, hate things that look like they're rashy. Have you ever <clears throat> watched Jackass in any capacity? Um, I only I remember the trailers well, and I remember I've seen like clips of it, but I haven't seen. I think all it was the first movie where Stevo and the other guy, because mm-hmm. they were like the wild boys, so they went out and messed with animals all the time. Right. 
Cool. They throw some of their segments in there, too. Mm-hmm. And one of them, he's like, hey, my name's Steve-O, and I'm going to go mess with a sea cucumber. He grabs a sea cucumber. They're so gross looking. Right. So he goes under the water. They dive. Camera crew comes with. And he grabs the sea cucumber. He just starts doing that with oh, it. Oh, no! And sea cucumbers, they uh, eject that, like, we- they eject the white stuff out of them as, like, a defensive mechanism. Right. For predators. Right, right. Take a yomp out of them. It's like, you know, whatever. Poison is toxic. Um, They don't taste good. It's a very suggestive thing that Steve O is doing. For sure. And he's just giggling underwater about it because of the way it looks. He basically is masturbating. (laughs) Masturbating a sea cucumber. (laughs) And I mean it looks it's it's weird. I mean it looks funny, but it's just like that's the first time I heard about a sea cucumber. And that's all I'll remember about sea cucumber. I only cucumber. ever remember sea cucumbers from Finding Nemo, and then I saw a picture of one, and I was like, Hugh! "Yeah, they are much cuter in the uh, film." In the imagination, the imagination of a child yeah. in a film, like you literally just but, imagine a cucumber under the sea right? instead of like a sponge under it, the yeah, sea. Yeah, they, they are very like pretty awful looking. Yeah, aquatic, they're not cute. No. They're really just gross. Like looking. anemones, beautiful. Yeah. Very beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah, they look like all paint. the worst parts of an anemone. Yeah, yeah, they really <laughs> rolled are. up together, rolled, bundled into one little package, one turdy yeah, looking thing, one chody little package. So that's them. This guy got a stubby specimen that was about forty centimeters long, about sixteen inches, hmm. so big boy. Yeah, um, and he was about fourteen centimeters wide, so he's a pretty, that's pretty girthy like, dude, big feller. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty big sea cucumber. Which also, hmm. when you like see how big they are, you're like, ugh, those are giant little sausage rolls on the ground of the yeah. sea. No thanks. Um, so he dropped it in the bucket, and then he placed it in, like, a refrigerated room to do some, like, experiment, to study it, basically. And then sometime later, he went and looked in the bucket, and there were these, like, little slender eel-like fish that was in the bucket. And he was like, where did these things come from? And then he noticed that they were coming from the sea cucumber's anus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what what are you guys doing up in there? (laughs) Um... And it was a pearl fish, and it was also not alone. Um, after about 10 hours, they all, like, he counted how many had come out, and there was about 14 that had evacuated the butt of the sea cucumber. <laughs> but there, I think, might have been, like, one that stayed in, but, like, because, like, groundhog and peeking its head out. <laughs> um, but they were all, all of the fish were about 10 to 16 centimeters long. Oh so God. they were they were having a party in that yeah. sea cucumber's butt. They <laughs> having a... So congregation is, in there. That is the uh, history that I have for you. Of I love uh, that. Pearl fish. I like to imagine, you know, like, you got a party over there at Derek's place. <laughs> you know, <laughs> come on in. And it's like mm, disco ball in the, right. in the sea cucumber's anus. And they're all just right. like partying, having a good time. Yep. Thinking back to Finding Nemo, because that's like Merlin's joke that he tries to tell, right? Is like the mollusk walks up to a sea cucumber and he's always like, sea cucumbers are, are shy. They don't usually talk to people. No wonder. They've got a bunch of pearlfish in their butt. Right? Like, hey, man. <laughs> like sweating. Like, I'm not yeah, okay. I'm not okay. And they're like, yeah, you don't look it. I'll just be on my merry way. Bye. Bye. Yeah. He's a good, leave me alone. <laughs> yes, especially when you learn more about what the pearlfish do. Do in it's, uh, the sea cucumber? Yes, is, yes, this, yes. is a sea cucumber a prey for these guys now? Is, sounds really awful. Uh, what's the relationship uh, that sometimes creatures have where it's like, not a parasite? Yeah, it's like symbiotic, yeah. right? And there's like one where like 
it exists with it or something, but it doesn't, like, really damage it in any right. way. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. threatening to its right. life. Yeah. Well, whatever that is, that's what I'm getting here from these, uh, these yes. pearlfish with the sea cucumbers. For the most part, yes. I mean, it's in so. its ass. It's not, it's not a good time, probably. No, but it's not lovely, that's for sure. Yeah. So the environment that the pearlfish lives in mm-hmm. <laughs> is inside various invertebrates, including the sea cucumbers along with a few other animals, like oysters and sea stars. So they'll also live inside of a starfish and an oyster, which is when they found that one. I don't really one. know how you do that. I don't know. But they learned. most are most commonly are found inside sea cucumbers. Okay. Um, and the reason why is uh, because they are shallow water sea cucumbers, and they um, also the pearlfish will find their hosts in depths of up to 2,000 meters. Okay. Um, but it... I think the reason why they're most commonly in sea cucumbers is because it's probably the easiest for them to get into and also the most, like, fine with them being in there. Right. Like, you're not trying to fight them to get mm-hmm. them out or, like, yeah. you know, yeah. auto-defecate them out or right. anything like that. So, I'm just like, well, whatever. <laughs> fine. Because the sea cucumber breathes through its butt. Oh! <laughs> oh well, that just sounds dangerous. Now it's obstructing the, the airways here. So, when this... The pearl fish goes to get into the sea cucumber, it'll like stop breathing and close off its anus. <laughs> but it can only hold its breath for so long. So when it opens up, the pearl fish goes in. Oh. <laughs> so that's why they're like, just wait for it. Wait for it to breathe. It can't Lord. hold its breath forever. <laughs> that's very invasive. That yeah. is very yeah. inv- and intrusive. Yeah. And rude. Yeah. <laughs> Even ask. This is why people don't want to meet the pearlfish. They're like, please stay out of my butt. Yeah, stay away from there, man. <laughs> um, so the sea cucumber will also breathe like very rhythmically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like expanding and tra- contracting its body. Um, like it says, like a respiratory tree. Which sea cucumbers, as I was learning about them, they sound really cool, but I'm not. I'm, I don't know. I just don't want to look at pictures of them. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and so the process of them breathing creates like a like gentle currents that oh. the pearlfish uses to find its host. So that's like and the reason it can find it by these oh, like gentle currents okay. of the sea cucumber breathing. I see. Um, and so when it's holding its breath, it's like clenching, <laughs> and then it'll eventually have to exhale and inhale, and then it like contracts its anus <laughs> and it allows the pearl fish to thread itself on in there um and it says that they'll usually go in tail first bit by bit or breath by breath <laughs> breath by breath not the breath by breath <laughs> can you imagine like like i imagine like i don't know about you i don't we're too young to have like you're too young to have like a prostate exam i am so imagine though like your doctor, like, just trying to get its finger further, further up your butt, and you have to just, like, breathe really calmly every time for them to just get further and further up. Be, like a, you know, I think when I'm at that age, I'm either going to be, like, very, like, odd about it or, like, turned on. <laughs> one or the other. You know, I'm either going to be like, I don't know how this feels, doc. I'm going to be like, keep digging, buddy. <laughs> Tell me what you find. Yeah, what you find in there, pal. <laughs> Gross. I mean, you do you. As if you enjoy it, I'm sure that's a better outcome than being totally miserable and uncomfortable. Right, but yeah, this know. sea cucumbers don't sound like they're no. Too I don't fond think they too, they love it too much. Yeah, I mean, if, immediately if you're met with like nope, mm-hmm. then that's probably a good indicator of like 
Stay out of my stay butt, out of please. My butt, man. This is not cool of you. Yeah. And then it's just especially because there'll be multiple in one. That's really so they like up. basically just see cucumber hotel apartment yeah. status, mm-hmm. and just this a... poor cucumber is just like, well, <laughs> well I have to breathe. Have to so breathe, what else am I gonna am I do? do? <laughs> They'll leave eventually, I hope. Yep. Because so as you said, like they, the sea cucumber produces a toxin of sorts. Yeah. Um. So they do have like toxins and poisons like for their like self protection. Yeah. Um. And uh, the pearlfish are basically kind of uh, resistant to those poisons <laughs> because of uh, certain cell membranes that are on, like, in a like special chemical that is found on the uh, the pearlfish. <laughs> that is so funny. Or the mucus, that's what it is. They have mucus on, on them, so they are protected from wow. the, the uh, Fully equipped to do this. That the uh, sea cucumbers... Week. <laughs> we could have had many a different types of evolutions, mm-hmm. and instead, the one that blessed them the most was the mucus to mm-hmm. be immune. At to least they have cucumbers. natural lube. Right? Yeah, <laughs> natty lube, not just going in dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, oh, that sounds so painful. Right. Like Especially in cucumber, water. Yeah, that's where the sea Nothing cucumber. Nothing works well in water. Mm-mm. If the sea cucumber could produce noise, it probably would be ah. <laughs> <laughs> another one another one another one how many are in there <laughs> will you stop inviting people over <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be date night oh no <laughs> sorry i can't come i got okay, a whole good. host of uh, gotta, uh i have to host all these pearlfish yeah it won't piss off <laughs> it's the poor sea cucumbers buttworms yeah oh um, so you asked earlier what the pearl fish eats. Oh, God. <laughs> because of its Can two types of teeth. Only imagine. <laughs> um, so they are, one, they're nocturnal, and they're also carnivores. So they, uh, eat most things that are outside of their hosts. So yeah. they'll, like, leave the sea cucumber, find some meals, and then return to a sea cucumber. <laughs> um, and so they munch on shrimp is their main source of food. Delicious. Um, or, like, other small decapods, isopods. Okay. All of those little tiny Just things. the fellas, the little mm-hmm. critters. Or some, like, other little fishies that remain. Okay. Um, however, they're not super picky. Uh, so they'll eat almost anything that's, like, abundant and easily attainable. Okay. Sometimes they'll eat other pearl fish that are smaller, oh, so they can lunatics. be known to be cannibals. You demons. Um, yeah. I and thought then, you were going to say they, like, eat the ass from the inside out. No, but they don't eat their host, necessarily. However, they have been known to do some other things to their host, which we'll get to later. <laughs> I wonder what butt tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> no. Some other stuff. <laughs> which we'll get to. Okay. We'll get to what they do to their hosts. That's not, not the kindest thing. Uh, but yeah, it's these also, guys are already really rude. Yeah, they're already very invasive. Yeah. In a very uncomfortable way that the sea cucumber obviously does not appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> it and they've obviously mutated enough with their mucus to be like, well, screw you, we're gonna do it anyways. Yeah, we're doing this anyways, buddy. <laughs> Produce all that toxin you want. Yeah, we're immune because we're of immune. our mucus. We have no other special like things to defense no against it, but we are covered in mucus. 
At least we lubed you up. <laughs> okay, so threats and predators to the pearlfish. What do you think eats a pearlfish? Um, oh, I think a lot of things probably. Well, wait a minute. So they're not, like, too massive, so I don't really think that the mucus is, like, too much of a deterrent for creatures. But I think things that are probably, like, a little bit bigger, and I feel like maybe the, like, uh, what are those kind of uh, aquatic creatures called where, like, they just open their maw and, like, suck stuff in? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like those filter fish basically yeah, they probably get inadvertently swallowed up by those and they don't care right so like i, I don't know if i could specifically be like like a shark will seek it out right. i just feel like they are just like uh like a casualty or whatever like collateral pretty much other things yeah their yeah, predators like, include fish <laughs> yeah just other fish just, just like very generic sucking them larger up. fish yeah just, Things that just happen to eat Like them. little popcorn shrimp to them, probably. There you, you know, go. Little snackies. There you go. They probably just suck them right up. Yep. Munch them. They are eel-shaped. Probably like yeah, little, little noodles. Noodle-y. Yeah. Noodles oh. and chili? <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Not the aquatic skyline chili. I guess it's chili. noodles and cucumber. Ugh. Ew. I wouldn't... I don't know. I mean, if you do the right type of noodle and you do like a cold, like a pasta salad, that would be good. Sure, yeah. Cucumber, but not not a sea cucumber and a pearlfish. Pearlfish, not those guys. No. Um, However, though, like so, other fish are their predators, but they do find a lot of protection hiding out in their hosts. Yeah. Because sea cucumbers aren't attacked too often because of their defense mechanisms. Yeah. so they'll often just kind of hide and be, like, halfway in their house watching for their danger to pass and just, like, hang out and take advantage of the sea cucumbers' anti-predator adaptations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes they'll just also, like, if there's food close enough, they'll be, like, halfway out of the sea cucumber munching on food and they're going <laughs> back in. So if they can stay inside the buttocks of a sea cucumber, they will. <laughs> they ridiculous. There's comfort in there. There is comfort in there. Apparently, I yeah, don't think I would find it. comfort in an anus, but you know. Nope, not too, not too. Beggars likely. can't be choosers, and I guess if it's for survival. Yeah. But, but. but. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> I don't want to climb into some. What would be the equivalent of us getting into a butthole? Something would have to be giant. It have to be huge. Because we wouldn't even fit in like an elephant's butthole. No, nope. and that's the thing I think a lot of people like. Barely our arm can mind. fit into like an yeah. elephant's butt. Yeah, I, I've seen what cow. some of the handlers have to do. Yeah. To help out the elephant with its bowel movements sometimes. Yeah. So that we wouldn't be able to comfortably like fit it. in an elephant's bum. No, without hurting So we it. would have to, like... It would have to be massive. Massive like, something. It would have to be huge, huge. And yeah. then, I mean, space is probably not an issue because of the shape of an eel, but, like, with the shape of us, like... Have We'd to have be, to literally, like, like the megalodon if it... Yeah, like, pretty it, much. It'd have like, to be the megalodon. We would have to be... Mucus-covered, slendery things that could survive in the water inside of a megalodon. Yeah, it had to be ginormous, mm-hmm. like ridiculously huge. Yeah, um, especially for fifteen of us to fit in one. Oh God, yeah, I mean we're a little all cramped. Shapes. Yeah, we'd be very cramped. I mean we're all different shapes and sizes. Too. Yeah, like fifteen of me in one thing. Shaped. Ooh, buddy. You know, fifteen of you and something manageable. Yeah, it'd be a little. A little bony, maybe. A little bony, but. <laughs> You know, bony, beefy, you take your pick, I guess. It doesn't sound fun either way. Either way. Either way, way, we're not winning. Yeah. We're just not going to find 
find shelter in a butthole. <laughs> Maybe we have better options out there. <laughs> yeah, let's get a bunker instead of a butthole. <laughs> yeah, that sounds better. It's like one giant metal butthole. So there you go. Let's steal and it, it's resistance to bombs. I guess it's true. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Presumably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if it's built right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so the pearlfish behavior. Um, it is... So they are, I said earlier, nocturnal, so they'll usually leave their hosts around dusk to feed, and then they'll re-enter their hosts by daylight, and then they typically will just kind of be alone. They're, like, not necessarily antisocial, but they're not, like, they don't hunt socially either. They just live on their own, but also, you know, bunkering together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Damn, guys. Yep. And then they have been known, though, to kill rivals that try to, like infiltrate the same host sometimes so they can sometimes be territorial of their of their sea cucumber Mm -hmm. um but they have been known to be tolerant of social situations (laughs) (laughs) look i get it your sea cucumber's dying mine's mm -hmm. perfectly healthy it can be here for now yes and i think that kind of just comes down to like what species of pearl fish and like also how many sea cucumbers are in the area so like also like a need Mm-hmm. For sharing or not, and food source and stuff. So, yeah, if everyone has lots of housing and food, then they're probably a lot happier, mm-hmm. but also a lot more protective. But if there's like very little shelter, but still some a decent amount of food, they're probably like fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll deal together. Um, and then they will. Um, but when it's time to breed, that's when they'll also be very social and they'll gather to breed. I don't know if they breed inside of a cucumber or outside. I have no idea. That would honestly be very rude. Actually, I do know, but I will tell you later. Okay. <laughs> In the life cycle section. We'll mm-hmm. get there. Um, and then a funny quote I, I read while doing the research of uh, their history of the... 14 or 15 that were found in the one sea cucumber they quoted if indeed the 15 fish entered for sexual reasons one cannot help but think of the orgy that must have taken place inside the sea cucumber <laughs> the so that's orgy the like, with the there, baby. They're like maybe they do go inside of a sea cucumber and do some stuff or maybe they don't there. maybe that's one of the reasons they're social and you'll find more than one inside of one but <laughs> They don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> One cannot help but think about the orgy. Oh, right? I thought it was funny. Fifteen. An orgy between fifteen little fishies That's inside a of a butthole. That's a lot. It's quite like, the location for an orgy. I like the, I don't know, it's just so funny because as humans we're like, <coughs> usually like one-on-one, but like, usually, just to be like, you know, Human element aside from those guys, where they're just like, um, naturally, <laughs> we just get it on with fifteen other of uses. You know, it's true. Like just it's like a snake, the snake like, mating ball, the mate ball. But I mean, that's like one female to like tons of males. This could be like tons of males and females. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. As a matter of that's like fish. in their genetics, right? Horny <laughs> fish, dude. Fish. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm glad I'm not a fish. Me too. I don't like sharing. And I'm also very like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good too much that. socialization going yeah. on for me. <laughs> um, so do you think that they can make sound or no? Mm. I don't think so. 
I don't think they produce noise. They are able to produce sounds which are structured in regular pulse emissions and that are heard over long distances within their hosts. So they can make a sound, um, like a pulse, I don't know what kind of sound it is, but it basically signals their sex to other pearlfish, so like male, female, like, and then like they can hear while inside the sea cucumber's butthole. <laughs> vibrating noise or something like that <laughs> in the anus of the sea cucumber. Mm-hmm. Right. But they're like single pulse emissions of sound. So I don't know what the sound sounds like or how loud or whatever, but I mean it still travels a decent distance <laughs> underwater and through an organism. Wow. That is <laughs> so, very impressive. Right? Because they're just like, hey, I'm a dude. Come join me in my orgy. Come join me in We the need orgy. more women yeah. in this orgy. We have too of, many dudes. <laughs> yeah. Lots of dudes. Too many wieners. Yeah, where are the boobies? <laughs> Can you imagine fish with boobs? Say that boobs. <laughs> Come on, we need more boobies here. <laughs> Got some wieners. <laughs> okay, so how they have babies since we're on the sexual encounters of pearl fish? <laughs> they will breed by spawning throughout the year, so they're not like sentenced like one time a year. They can do it throughout. Um, it's not known how many eggs will be released at a certain time or at like what age they start to release eggs and sperm and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't really know like when they reach their sexual maturity, yeah. but they know that it's external fertilization and the eggs will hatch within. You want to guess how many days or weeks? Yeah. How many? Within six weeks. One to two days. Oh my god. <laughs> it's really quick, fast. right? So again, their uh, conservation quick. status is not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely like, come on, man. Oh, they got it going on. Right. They're fine. Yeah, they're they're fine. They're doing fine. <laughs> the the sea cucumbers might not be, but they're doing fine. Yeah. Not, not having fun probably. <laughs> no. Definitely not. No. So the larva undergoes two separate growth phases. Um, the first phase, the larva will develop into what's known as vexillifers. Vexillifers? Mm-hmm. It's a fun word, but it's an awkward word. <laughs> it's like a lot of I's and L's right next to each other. And like for someone who's dyslexic like me, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't know how many of those are L's and I's. <laughs> um, which are characterized by a branched dorsal filament called a vexillum. Okay. And then they continue to grow, and they lose that their vexilla and enter into a tenuous stage. Okay. Um, tenuous? Tenuous stage. Which the Atlantic pearlfish larvae in this stage are very long. They're like seven to eight centimeters, and they're very thin, transparent, and develop into like a long different shape. (laughs) They're just longer... And more, they're starting to look more like their adult self. Okay. Um, and then at this stage, the fish become demensural. I don't know what that means. I don't know what half this stuff means. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> um, and then they enter, that's when they can start entering a host or they can remain free swimming. Okay. Um, so that's kind of where they start getting more and more looking like their adult self, but they're still got some growing to do. Right. Um. Once they have entered a host, they will transform into their definitive forms, which will shrink to about one-third of its length. Wow. Um, and then begins to then they begin to grow after that transformation is complete. And so then 
from like the beginning of the like their little bitty larva stage to like they're basically like these like ropes <laughs> to like shrinking back down and then turning into their like dorsal fins <laughs> and everything um, starts is about three months and then they're do you want to guess how long they averagely will live in the wild oh let's see probably not very long I imagine I think it's pretty pretty short lifespan I don't, I don't even know if they live up to you know what I'll give them benefit of the doubt okay. I'll say they last <laughs> like six to six months to one year maybe not, not even not that bad much. they can be they can live up to three years wow that's actually <laughs> is impressive like the estimated like average the for average their is three years mm-hmm. wow that's a lot longer yeah since they're so tiny you so know obviously and... they're doing something right living in the buttholes yeah i think <laughs> they play that angle very well then <laughs> enough to survive for that long yeah. on average they're just weird. They develop weird. Yeah, it's like, a lot of stages. Because they, like, grow, and then they, right, like, like, shrink, and then they grow. grow and they're like, nope, and then... Right? They're it's like, so riddle. weird. And then they, like, pop out all these little fins. I wonder if they're, like... <laughs> and grow teeth. <laughs> I wonder if, like, biologically, or, like, the way that it works as they, um, you know, age and get bigger, if, like, what if they kind of grow to, like, the contour... Of oh. the sea cucumber's anus. Oh no! Right, so like, they're like not a not an inch bigger, not an inch like you know Maybe. smaller. We slot perfectly That's into true. the anus of a sea cucumber. That would cucumber. be really satisfying to like, because like when you do find something <laughs> like a rod that goes in a hole, like right? fits perfectly, like literally perfect, it's snug so as a rug satisfying. Flush, yeah. Then, but in like fish form. Yeah. I feel like that would be really satisfying for either of the hosts or the thing, because then it wouldn't be as uncomfortable, maybe, for the sea cucumber. Right. Also, how much space is inside there once they're That's all in? Because I imagine their their opening like, isn't large, but then once they're in there, how much space do they actually have? <laughs> right, and that's that's one thing I so thought about weird. too because uh, on the ruler that you showed me, I was like, that is, that, I mean, that's not tiny. No, six that's inches not, is pretty yeah, big. You know, and like, yeah, are they just stuffed in there? How is that comfortable for them in a living situation other than They're just a security? Just touching butts. <laughs> like, are they okay being stuffed in there? I would like hate that? it because I also very much get classroom. I'm like, I need my space in Exactly. Space. So Give me like, my boat. No wonder they were like, get out of my host. Yeah, get out. It's not big enough for the yeah, two of us. <laughs> this butt ain't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> it ain't big enough. Yeah, so a lot of questions here. Yeah. A lot of questions I don't know, the, man. The dynamic. It's also weird that they don't do their final like form of growth until after they find a host and like live in the host for a bit and then they like Ooh, do maybe, their final maybe that's a final transformation right what if they like adapt to the oh, host maybe. right and that's where they're like we can perfectly glide in and out of this thing yeah you know enough maybe. to prairie dog <laughs> safely from predators <laughs> and eat food and go right back in yes. just call it a night oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> all right so almost there cool random facts about this thing that did not quite fit into the other segments um so to discuss the relationship between pearl fish and host mm-hmm. specifically the sea cucumber it is mostly beneficial to the pearl fish because it provides its shelter um, the pearlfish is slender and scaleless, so, and not, like, it's not the most uncomfortable fish to have to host in your butt, right. in your anus, but, you know, still don't want anything swimming up in there. Yeah. Um, 
But, so no harm really comes to the sea cucumber other than maybe discomfort. Right. And, like, just fine. But ultimately, it's mostly beneficial to the sea, or to the pearlfish. Yeah, they definitely are the ones who are getting the most out mm-hmm. of this. And then same thing with, like, other hosts as well. It, like, it's not the worst thing to be hosting, but you also don't, they don't really want to. Um, however... Occasionally, the pearlfish can function more as a parasite and cause harm to its ah, host. Ah, going for that. <laughs> because it has been known to eat the gonads. What? Not the gonads. <laughs> and sometimes other internal organs, which the sea cucumber is known to just regrow. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Sea cucumbers are crazy. This is an awful awful relationship. But yeah, so they don't regrow. I don't think they regrow the corn. I don't really know. I didn't do too much on the sea cucumber, but. (laughs) But yeah, that is is how that works. They sometimes eat certain body parts of the uh, sea cucumber that and poor stuff. Guy. So sometimes they do cause harm. Yeah. That in is a very so, uncomfortable that is such They a live in your gesture. anus and they eat your gonads. They eat your gonads. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Nom, 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 nom. You know what? I hate pearlfish. It's <laughs> rude. See, you never want to meet one. No. <laughs> Stay away from my butt. <laughs> yeah. Dickish. That's mean. It's yeah. really rude. They are very rude. Very rude to the sea cucumber. <laughs> what did that guy ever do? I mean, it look awful. You know, oh, no, gosh. no excuse. Come right. on, pearlfish. So the sounds that they make um, can be divided into two groups. They are non-harmonic sounds, which are created by rubbing body parts against each other, such as teeth and pectoral fins, and then the swim bladder vibrations, which are sounds from vibrations of the swim bladder against a deformation of its wall. Hmm. Um, and then these vibrations are detected by other pearlfish through, like, their lateral line systems which a lot of fish have yeah um so that is how like their sound kind of works and how other fish can detect it and stuff those Mm -hmm. vibrations and pulses they give off yeah basically by rubbing their body parts together (laughs) um as far as famous ones i don't know any famous cartoons of pearlfish because i feel like they'd just be a villain yeah, uh, <laughs> more than likely. Right, they'd just be like the villain henchman, and the poor sea cucumber would just be like the poor, like <laughs> poor carriage man yeah. that gets yelled at all the time. And I'm gonna eat your gonads. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> eat your gonads, buddy. <laughs> um, but they can be found in some documentaries, and then I don't have any story time stuff because I saved that for uh, our special segment instead. Um, <laughs> The time for it is being donated to special segment. So, lightning round is that pearlfish affect their ecosystems by regulating populations of their prey, such as small crustaceans. So, they are important to the ecosystem as much as they suck to sea cucumbers. Yeah. They keep all the tiny little thingies in check. Okay. Um, And then some sea cucumbers have also been known... To develop spikes in their butts known as anal teeth as a defense <laughs> against pearlfish. There you go. So Take they that. are starting to yeah. fight back. There we go. <laughs> With anal teeth. With anal teeth. That's something definitely out of like a horror movie. Out <laughs> 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 of like a horror movie. Isn't I think that it is. It's called Teeth or something, and it's about a girl who's got yeah, like teeth in her yeah, vagina. Teeth in her vagina, and yeah, just starts yomping everybody. Yeah. I don't know I don't, what the purpose is. I don't know. I've never seen I it. Think, I've seen it, I think, on HBO or something. Yeah. I'm like, 
What is this movie? Oh, wait. This is that movie that Josh told me what, what it was about. I don't know <laughs> if he's seen it, but he knows what it was about because high school. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Yeah, that sounds rough. That sounds I don't really want to know what she had to go through to develop teeth in her. I think she's an alien. Oh, that would so, make more sense. Yep, shapeshifter. No, he still wasn't some traumatizing. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Shapeshifter with, I mean, I guess you can lure some unspecting okay. people that way. Check it out, right? You come to Earth and you're like, I gotta eat. But uh-huh. if I just eat these people like that, I'll probably die somehow. So if I can shapeshift into one of them, like infiltrate and find out what are people really always after. It's like mm-hmm. sex. Like, okay. oh. So they're like me. I can put my alien mouth down there, <laughs> and then they go in, and then gross. Yeah, eat them, wiener and balls first. Gonads first. Yeah, gonads first. <laughs> Boom! It was a pearlfish who could shape shift. Yep. And there you go. There you go. Pearlfish. <laughs> it was a pearlfish all pearlfish along. The whole time. Pearlfish alien shape shifted <laughs> into uh, that poor. Poor girl. Yeah. With those poor, poor, unsuspecting people. Mm-hmm. We've never seen this movie, so if you have, nope, then <laughs> you it, can though. tell us what it's really about <laughs> and how it all works out. <laughs> but we don't want to. <laughs> Maybe if we ever do a podcast, we'll have to just watch these trash movies together oh, and just record a reaction. Movies. Oh. <laughs> that has to be the first one we do together. All right. I like that. I like <laughs> the sound of that. This movie and just our reaction to it during it. Like, what? <laughs> what is happening? It's hideous. Okay, so special segment is, what are some other butt-loving animals? Butt-loving animals, <laughs> Butt-loving eh? animals. Um, since the pearlfish loves the butt of a sea cucumber. Yeah. Fruit fly. Um, there is a marine worm that can branch out, so it's not necessarily loves butts, but it has a lot of them. <laughs> but, but, but. <laughs> um, so it can branch out, and each little branch develops its own butt, brain, and eyes. So one worm can have 100 butts. What? Yeah, it's super weird. <laughs> There's a link to that if people want to learn more about this marine worm. It's super weird. Oh, my God. Um, pinworms are butt worms that humans can get. Yeah. There are butt worms, so no thanks. Um, and chimpanzees recognize each other's butts in the way that we recognize faces. Mm-hmm. So crazy. I remember that ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, we have a song to listen to and react to. So you get to wear Josh's nice headphones. Oh, heck yeah. Um, there's some extra. Uh, so there is a song. You probably can hear like my awkward echo with the mic. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, there's a song about buttworms. Buttworms. <laughs> the album is Poo and Bum, and it's by Coit, and we're going to listen to it on YouTube. All right, let's and jam then out. The link is also in the resources for anyone else who wants to listen to the full song. Um, Cody and I are going to listen to the full song, but I'm only going to put a portion of it in this episode. Ready? Yep, I'm ready. Buttworms. Buttworms. You heard of it? Oh, yeah. Oh no! Red worms. Red worms. 
We should do your poo. So terrible. The the person who made that song, we could take our headphones off now. Did they also make the duck song? I'm not sure. I love the duck song. But if you you can find their album on Spotify, oh, the Pooh and okay. Bum one with like a whole bunch. <laughs> There's so many ridiculous songs on there <laughs> that you're just like what josh and i listened to one oh what was it, it was about like <laughs> masturbating or something i don't oh, even remember God. but it was so funny because we were just like <laughs> what did he just sing about <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> yes. that is what i have for you on the pearl fish That's good i like but it <laughs> well you know, if I had to rate the pearlfish out of 10, it'd definitely be like a 2. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's the a, worst. It's a terrible animal. It's not nice. No. It's rude. Yeah. Eats the gonads just like, basically like frat guys, essentially. Go right for the butt. <laughs> oh, destroy everything. Rude. And then just leave. And then just leave. Like, nothing ever happened. Like, on the next one. Rude. Yeah, poor sea cucumbers. Right. Having to, to have that kind of relationship. Short end of the stick for they sure. They really do. Yeah. But and then. They're starting to grow teeth. I'll just say, though, the fighting back is really nice. Right. You know, like, come anal on. anal teeth. Yeah, anal teeth. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing else is going through there. So. Mm-hmm. Just their breath. Need, just their breath. That's <laughs> it. Oh, gosh. Well, at least, though, they keep the ecosystem in check for all the tiny yeah, crustaceans. That's where they get the two. Yeah, right that's there. the only that's reason the they got a two is because they do have they a good do do that. effect, effect yeah. on their ecosystem. Just a smidge. Just a smidgen. <laughs> yeah. Just the tiniest amount. Cool. Well, that's good. thanks, everyone. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. See ya. Thank you so much for joining me, animal lovers. And also, thank you to my special guest this week. Please rate, review, and tell all your friends so I can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you. I would love to hear from you. Your stories, your experiences, any suggestions you might have. Also, I would love to see any fun, cool art you guys do. You can email them to me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow Animal Facts Podcast on Instagram for updates, cool art, and other fun animal-related news. Click the link in the description for the resources, the donation links to saving the different animals we talk about, merchandise, and other fun things. A special thank you to my family for my really fun drum rolls, my best friend Jewel for my awesome music, and to my guests for joining me in my animal passions. Thank you again, animal lovers, for listening and supporting me in my animal discoveries and adventures. And until next time, bye! (laughs) And then your random fact that has nothing to do with pearlfish is uh, after being swallowed, a specific water beetle... Um, escapes alive through the frog's back door. Um, in most of the experiments, the beetles re- reappeared within six hours, slipping out of the frog's anus, um, or like vent the experiment was conducted more than a dozen times, and 93% of the swallowed beetles were excreted, and then the beetles were frequently entangled in feces pellets, but they recovered immediately. Resuming their beetle business and surviving for at least two weeks following being pooped out or escaping through their butts. 
um, and other aquatic beetles in the experiment were not so lucky. So it's just this one type of beetle, like water beetle, that can survive the survive digestive and tract and everything. The frog's butt. Wow. Totally fine. That is crazy. Well, for at least two weeks. Right. It's like a corn. <laughs> it's like a piece of corn. Yeah. Goes right it's through. Fine it. for at least two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you basically death sentence it for two weeks. You have two weeks to live now. <laughs> Well, but so I don't know get how long swallowed they regularly and live, defecated. So. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, that is your random fact. Still I has like something that. to do with butts, but <laughs> <laughs> but at least, you know, not as traumatic. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yep.